Step one, wake up early, gon' rise with the sun. Step two, get some good, some food in you. Step three, think grow hard about what you wanna be. Step four, fuck everybody, just do your thing. Wake up, today's gonna be a good day. 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 Wake up. Today's gonna be a good day. Wake up. Today's gonna be a good day. Wake up. Today's gonna be a good day. What is going on, guys? It's Bobby Walker here with the Journey of a New Entrepreneur podcast. I've got my friend Michelle Myers today. You probably know who she is. She's a little more popular than me, I think. Uh, you know her from Pink Colors. You know her from just being awesome online. She's always helping people. She's always doing cool stuff. She's in my mastermind uh, that we meet in Nashville all the time. She's just a pretty cool dude. And if you're not watching the video, she's even wearing some awesome pink glasses right now. And if I'm a betting man, they probably they probably don't even have a prescription. She just wears them just oh, for no, style. They oh, they do. Oh, they're okay. old lady fabulous. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Well, I figured you, I you strike me as the kind of person that's just fashionable and would do that. So, um, way more fashionable than your other friend uh, Megan, you know. But but we, we ain't oh, talking no, about her today. <laughs> Michelle's a friend of Megan likes the listeners you you probably know Megan she's been on the show a couple of times uh last time was helping you uh, uh I think double your profit with no extra money spend so if you need to do that go back and listen to that episode with uh Megan likes but but we ain't talking about Megan today so Megan deal with it suck it I know you're gonna listen to this and not everything revolves around you and I don't need a nasty text message saying Bobby you were too mean to me on the podcast I don't care Megan you're mean you get it back but in truthfulness oh. I love you just not very much. So, but anyway, Michelle Myers is on the show. I'm excited to have some. You're talking about there. That's I know. I know. Partner. Come on, man. Hey, she, she's, she's my pal too. She's my pal too. I'm unfortunately, I've got the immature 12 year old version of affection, which is picking on people. So I love it. I, I'm working on it. Deal with it guys. Um, but guys, bef Michelle, before I start talking to you, cause uh, a second ago, so don't spoil anything. But we were sitting here, um, actually it was three of us, so guys, spoiler alert for the show, in probably 20 minutes, 30 minutes or so, um, my general manager for my company, she's my boss at my own business, um, <laughs> Jahira, she's been on the show before too, she's actually going to join us because she's actually just friends with Michelle and she was like, I want to be on there, so so stick around, Jay's going to join us in a little bit, but um, Michelle and I and Jay were actually uh, talking before we went live and we started talking about some stuff and Michelle said, Bobby, no, 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 stop. Because I want to keep this fresh. She goes, that's actually what I wanted to talk about. That's why I wanted to be on the show. And I said, okay. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. But before we do, all right, before we do that, um, I've got to talk about two people. The first one is, um, I don't know, a little company, maybe you've heard of them called Responsibid. They've sponsored the show for a couple years now. I, mean, I don't know, maybe three years. I don't know. It's been a long, stinking time. And why do they sponsor the show? Because I used them for a long, long time before I ever talked about them on the podcast. Then I started talking about them. Everybody started using them because I was talking about them. And I was like, Kurt, who's the CEO, bro, I need some cheddar cheese if people are signing up for your <laughs> stuff and I'm talking about it. And he's like, I will sponsor the show. So guys, Responsibility is the best sales platform for the home service industry. It's not a CRM. It is a sales platform. It can bolt onto your favorite CRM. And what it does at the end of the day, because it does a lot of stuff and I can't get into it. So do this. Hear what I say. Go check it out online. 
if you think it's terrible, I mean, you're crazy, but that's fine. That's your prerogative. And then if you don't go, go sign up, go check it out. But it, it, it helps you close more jobs with less effort and gives you higher average ticket prices. It uses, you know, strategic sales science uh, that combines with your efforts. So it's not a magic button. You still got to do the work. You still got to do the thing. It just helps you close more jobs with less effort and higher average ticket prices. And that does that if you do your sales appointments in person. It does that if you do your sales over the phone. And here's something you can do if you don't have response a bit and you get it, is you can also have a 24-7, 365 and a quarter days a year <laughs> sales rep that never falls asleep, never calls in late, never misses up a quote, uh, messes up a quote because they live on your website and people can go get their own quotes and they're accurate because response bid is extremely powerful on the back end. So you tell it exactly how to quote stuff. So as long as you know how to quote your own work, response <laughs> bid can learn it and then people can get those quotes 24 seven. It's a beautiful thing. And J and E listeners get a special deal that no one else can get. Uh, and you get it going by going to J N E bid.com. That's J-N-E, like Journey of a New Entrepreneur, B-I-D, like responsibid.com. Go check them out. Tell them Bobby sent you. And then the second one, and I'm on, I'll make this one a little shorter because I've been giving them a little more love than responsibid lately, but, but is uh, uh, Jill's office. You know, my, the, the, again, another sponsor of the show that I use in my business for a long, long time. They're an amazing virtual uh, uh, call center, right? A virtual receptionist. So they don't like do all your work for you, but they take the calls. They can actually do quotes through responsibid. So like if you're that owner operator, they can do all that work for you while you're on the ladder cleaning the thing and people are calling you, getting a quote, getting booked on your schedule because Jill's is using Responsibid and uh, they can make some outbound calls. I don't know. I don't use them for that. So I don't know what all they do on that, but they do outbound calls and they're freaking awesome people on top of it. And uh, you can go to jillsoffice.com slash J-N-E. And uh, actually I got a little video that I made on there. You can go in there and check out the little message from me, say hi, and uh, give them, give them a shout. So thank you, Jill's. Thank you, Responsibid. You guys are awesome. You're the reason I get to eat name brand ramen instead of that Walmart stuff. So here we are, Michelle Myers, my Hi. good friend. How the hell are you doing? Hey, I'm good, Bobby. I'm really good. How are you? I'm, you know what? I'm feeling really good right now, but I need you to be honest with me because maybe I'm not feeling as good as I, as I want, but I felt like that was a damn good read and damn good, good intro. intro. So I like, mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like feeling it, it right now, man. You yeah. stomped it. I'm happy about that. And your, your sponsor <laughs> should be too. Yeah, they should be. They should be. So, um, so Michelle, um, let's do this. I want to get into that conversation that you wanted to have, but before we okay. do, give me your like 90 second, your 120 second, like dating profile. Like who's Michelle, what's she like, what's she do, you know, um, why might people be interested and, and why might people not like you? Let's throw that in there. Ooh. Like, like Ooh. how about that? that that'd okay. be a fun one. So let's, okay. let's, let's, let's I like it. that. Okay. Uh, okay. So my name is Michelle Myers. I co-own a couple of businesses, both with my husband, Doug. So first and foremost, I'm a parent, a mother and uh, a wife, and I take those two jobs most seriously. After that, I run Pink Collars, which is a remote admin services company, similar to Jill's office, but we go even deeper and we work fully in the CRM that you choose. Yep. So we can do uh, scheduling and we can take payments and we can do all the good uh, detail stuff on the inside of your business if you need that help all remotely. Um, so it's like hiring a specific individual for your company yeah. and they just work for us. 
So there's that. Uh, we are in business with Brandon Vaughn, another mutual friend of ours, and we have a Wise Coatings location here in Northern Virginia. I did not know that. Hey, know that. we're in the coatings game, and Doug goes out every day and gets like stuff on his boots and drives a van with his guys and is doing all the things. And so we are back in the field um, doing that here in Northern Virginia. In addition to that, I have a podcast. We've had you on before, Fight Club for Business, yep, yep, um, yep. with my business partners and those same business partners, Tay Maroney, Mark. Martha Woodward and Megan likes boo. all of us started. <laughs> Don't Just say boo. Just, I was only booing all Megan, not, not Kay and us, not Martha. All of us started something <laughs> called the Admin Bootcamp Adventure. We started it with the huge convention. Again, yep. other friends yep. uh, and family and, and, and business folks. So we have iterated that uh, project from Fight Club to uh, to Admin Bootcamp Adventure. And now we train your admins. And so if you don't have a Jill's office or pink collars and you have a person in the field like a J and you want them to be up leveled and get some skills and get some community and get some tools and you know meet people like me and Megan mm -hmm. and Martha were terrible influences and Tay uh, we <laughs> promise um, we won't break your admin but mm -hmm. here's the best part they come back not only with these skills that you've given them because you've sent them to us for a couple of days they come back with a community so instead mm -hmm. of the, your admin asking you the questions and wanting to know how to run the service autopilot or the response bid or the jobber or how the phone system works they can ask their friends now mm -hmm. in a slack environment so yep. it's really super cool so that's what we've done and jay is one of our biggest badasses in this group <laughs> her. she brings tons of value to the members of the community um and we're grateful for that so that's yeah. the clubhouse is that part so that's a little bit of what i do that's awesome that's it. It, so so if i wanted to <laughs> Like I could have taken all that and probably summed it up to this. I'm a pretty badass, fun person. I got a cool husband. We're serial <laughs> yeah. entrepreneurs and we help people get better. That's absolutely the truth. And if I like people, it. if there's one way that people don't like me. <clears throat> uh, oh yeah. See. I forgot about that. Mm. How do people not like mm. me? Well, mm. I think our services, pink collars are relatively expensive, mm -hmm. um, but they are commensurate with the, uh, support what that you, you receive. So yeah. I do get a little bit of flack from that, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. that's okay. Um, and I think that that might be it. I don't know. I, I good work ain't cheap. Daughter. And no, cheap good work, work ain't good. Cheap. It's true. Um, I'm a pastor's daughter. So I try to bring that wow. to everything I do. And I try to remember um, to bring God into everything and just <clears> my my abilities and talents, I just want to share. So I did not know hey. you were a pastor's daughter. I didn't know. I you were so I uh, <laughs> like, I mean, you know me a little bit and, um, and the listeners kind of know, and I, you know, I'm not a religious guy anymore. And I just don't talk about it on the show, not because I don't like talking about it, but it's like, I'm, I'm just pretty like, you know, case or you know, do your sure. thing. And I love you and I support you and you do your thing. So it's like, I'm always happy to talk about it. It's just, uh, I might be the outlier and I don't bring it up on the show too much, but, um, but that's really interesting. Cause like my, you know, my wife, Melissa, I met her at church. Um, nice. we, we were actually in the ministry together. Did you know that? I did know that. Yeah. That. Yeah. We were in the I ministry did. and, and, uh, which, uh, the, for those, the listeners that didn't know that at least half of those people just like wrecked their car or fell off of a ladder or something when they heard that I was in the ministry at one point. <laughs> and I no. do want to say this, uh, it's, it's, it's most half funny and half just for the record, but I didn't leave the ministry because of any moral failures, just for the record. I just, <laughs> but that's like the first thing everybody thinks, but, um, 
but that's interesting. Like my wife's whole family, you know, they're, they're very involved in the church and um, we got, um, you know, deacons and ordained Melissa's mom is an ordained minister and all that stuff. So that's cool. Wow. Yeah, that, that was really yeah. Neat. yeah. Yeah. Cool. And of course that <laughs> obviously means you're like one of the worst kids that was at school because we 100%. all know. percent. Yeah. All the stories are true. All the stories. <laughs> Preach, pre- preacher's kids and deacon's kids. They're the worst. Yeah. And, and <laughs> yep. All I'm right. still recovering. All right. Let, let, let's, let's get this thing back on the rails from my people that are like, I don't even know what the guy, what the heck these guys are talking about. Um, <laughs> so, so Michelle, um, gosh, I, I probably cut you off on something. It's just when you, I didn't know you were a, a pastor's kid, a preacher's kid. We're so that's, that's cool as heck. Um, <laughs> so, so let, let's kind of do this. We, we've had a lot of energy here, but let's kind of um, turn it just a little bit because um, we were talking before um, um we were talking before we went live and you said, Bobby, this is kind of what I wanted to talk about anyway, but it, we probably didn't start where you were probably wanting to start. So how about we kind of reverse the roles for a minute? Let me okay. make you host of this Ooh. Zoom call and say, hey, Michelle, you said you had something that you wanted to talk about. Let's do it. Yeah, well, I found myself this year, a lot of things in my business changed. Uh, we started at the new codings company, um, like I said, with Brandon. And that took my husband out of the house every day, which was new. I mean, he and I worked together very closely for many, many years. He did sales and I did everything else. And we've had a really good synergy and relationship. We replaced him with a salesperson that lives remotely and she's fantastic. But that change brought about a lot of change of energy in the business, right? Because all of a sudden one of the pillars is gone, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And not because of a bad thing, but gone because there's this great opportunity to do something new and you got to diversify. You can't just keep doing the same thing, Mm -hmm. especially knowing how the economy may or may not be getting squirrely. We want to be smart and we want to make sure that we are divested across many platforms so that Mm -hmm. we have streams of revenue coming in to protect our family um, and to protect our businesses. So having that happen in February, March timeline, the summer was really interesting because I implemented traction. So traction Ah, is a really mm -hmm. cool system. Um, For Mm -hmm. those of you listening, it's a brand, it's it's a a branded uh, platform. Yay. Thank you (laughs) for showing the book. And what it is, is I can be a very um, hot and cold business owner. I I deal with my emotions not super well sometimes. Like I said, I try to bring God into everything I do and I'm constantly learning how to kind of reframe. Are you talking about you right now? Are you talking about me me. right now? Oh, okay. I'm like, oh, we're we're talking about me for a minute. Okay, carry on. (laughs) So putting traction into the business did two things. First of all, it gave structure to the team because Mm -hmm. what I didn't understand was my husband brought a lot of structure to me personally. And because Mm -hmm. he sat shoulder to shoulder with me every day, I didn't realize the calm that he brought and the consistency and I could bounce something off him and then I'd go back to work and then I'd bounce and I'd go back. And with no bounce, I found that I was sort of lost. I was like, wait a minute. I'm going to like freak out and turn into Medusa with the head of snakes and flame out at everybody. And he, the calming agent in this business is now gone. So how do I replace that? And there's no replacing your husband clearly. So I Mm -hmm. bought a book and started reading and found an integrator and an implementer. So I hired an implementer. He came into the business. He was big bucks. He bossed everybody around. We did an in-person thing with our leadership team. We got everybody on the same track and it literally turned our business around. 
Mm-hmm. Not that it was bad, but it just needed that one little nudge, right? Yep. So it's, the, really, it's kind of like a rudder, right? It I is. Mean, the, and, the book doesn't, like this book traction, you know, and the, the system EOS sure. that it teaches, yeah. it doesn't teach you how to run Do your business. No, it just teaches all. you. It's kind of like you're already doing it and you're doing all this movement and all this effort, but it might yeah. not be harnessed. And it helps you like kind of put that, that rudder on there and kind of harness it. Exactly. Or if you're a Harry exactly. Potter fan, it's like the magic wand is not where the exactly. magic comes from. It's just exactly. what focuses it and points it in the right direction. Exactly. Exactly. So mm-hmm. then we went on the hunt for an integrator, right? I had an incredible assistant Taylor. Some of you may have met her at the huge convention this summer. She was with me. Sweet girl. Awesome. She was growing into what I thought the role was going to be of integrator. That's mm-hmm. what we called her. That's what we wanted. That's what we hoped for. She wasn't feeling it. And she went on to have another opportunity in business. So here I am without somebody again. I'm like, okay, now that's two. Is it me? Like, what is it? What am I terrible? Mm-hmm. Like, can people just not work with me? But traction had gained a lot of momentum by this time. Mm-hmm. So I found an integrator and put him into the business and that calmed everything down. Mm-hmm. And it really got me thinking about where I was in my growth journey, where I was in my aging journey, where mm-hmm. I was in my professional journey. And it gave me some space to really reflect. And this is like September, October timeframe about what does it feel like to age in the home services space? Oh, nobody <laughs> wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about it, Right. We all pretend like we're young and strong and nobody wants to say, how do we move into that next chapter gracefully? And how do we, do we usher our team into a place of continued growth, even though we may be feeling like not growing the whole time, right? And so whether this is a physical- I'm I'm not going to derail you. I'm just going to say, there's a lot in that. It's yes, that because it could be it could be a physical challenge, right? Mm-hmm. It could be a mental challenge. We've talked about that. It mm-hmm. could be an emotional challenge. It could be something where you, as the business owner, just don't feel like growing anymore. Mm-hmm. You don't feel it, yeah. and you don't have the capacity to like get the tool in front of you or hire that next person or have a J and give her the keys to the kingdom, right? Mm-hmm. You may not have that, so. How do you finish strong? This, these two words just started resonating in my mind and not to bring the Bible into it again, but That's as fine. a pastor's daughter, finishing strong is a biblical term, right? It's terminology that you find throughout the Bible a lot. There's scriptures about finishing strong songs, you know, all kinds of mm-hmm. stuff about finishing strong, but athletes finish strong. <laughs> Business owners finish strong. Uh, parents finish strong. And it really, that those two words really resonated with me. And I thought, okay, Michelle Myers, how are you going to look at your life with a five now in front of your numbers? And how are you going to say this next 20 years is going to really be the last part of my career? How am I going to finish strong? Mm. How am I going to do that? And so I set about finding other people that had done it so that I could have a roadmap. And for Mm. me, it really changed a lot of who I am and it changed a lot of what I want to talk about and it changed a lot of how I treat my people and my team. Yeah. Um, I just have a tenderness about me now um, that hasn't been there because I realized that I'm not the one leading the charge all the time anymore. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. that's so hard, especially for a type A like me. Mm-hmm. I want to lead the battle. I want to be in the front. I want to take the glory. I want to hold the microphone. I want to shine the light, right? This is just who I am. And yet it's not going to be who I can be and sustain it for my family and for my team. So I have to be more strategic. So finishing strong is kind of where I am. I love it. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, everybody, thank you for joining me on the Journey of a New Entrepreneur podcast. This has been a great episode, and uh, y'all, y'all have a good day. Say bye. Thank you, Michelle. You did my so, job for me. <laughs> so in that framework, tell me how you have kind of tended, because I know you've had yeah. some challenges this year. Oh, yeah. Tell me how you have tended to yourself, because what you're really trying to do, mm-hmm. right, is finish strong. You're trying to lay down a path so that you have a legacy so that your family can walk on it behind you, right? Yep, so you yep. gotta finish strong. There's no, there's no choice. There's no burnout of Bobby, right? We gotta, we gotta walk the walk. Mm-hmm. How are you attending to that? And then I'll tell you kind of how what I'm doing. Please. Ooh, gosh, I don't know. Okay. Let me, let me. I'm not gonna give you a super direct answer because okay. I'm. And you'll you'll see why, but I'll try to keep it short and you help me. Okay. Okay, please. Is, I'm, I'm here. This is your episode today. You're the host. So you you cut okay. me off, all right? Okay, good. Let's go. Um so the first thing is you were talking of when you said, you know, this the the last 20 years of my career, and and yeah. I'm at when you said that, I'll I'll tell you exactly where my head went. It was like yeah wow, I'm actually excited to find the first year of my career. <laughs> and the because it's like, I, I say this phrase a lot. And I mean, I say it in jest. It's not a negative thing, but like there's truth to it as well, which is I always say, ah, oh, I want to figure out who I want to be when I grow up. Yeah. And, and now I'm in my mid forties and I'm still saying that. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I have this natural uh, I don't know if tendency is the word. Um, it kind of feels like a prison in some ways, but I have this natural tendency that um, I just get restless and I just get bored. And um, so it's like when, when I replace myself in my business this year. Mm-hmm. So, so, okay, here's where I'll try to put the spin and tie it into what you're saying. You're talking about finishing strong. And it's like, I'm, uh, you know, I'm in this new phase in life. Um, a, a, a particular new phase, which is some self-awareness, um, you know, as you know, and as I, pretty much all the listeners know, you know, I, I had this extreme battle with depression. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't want to live anymore. You know, it was, yeah. it was rough. And, but I got out of that hole, you know, and I got the help that I needed and put in the work and all that stuff. And what I've now learned since then, you know, since I've learned the tools and learned the stuff is like, my, my therapist is now at a point where she's like, I'm pretty sure, you know, she is is looking like, uh, you're going to be, have a diagnosis with bipolar disorder. Mm -hmm. And the reason I bring it up, um, I think people know, but it's like, I talk about it a lot. I always talk about what's on my mind for one. That's the, like the ADHD component is just like, that's kind of, I'm just focused on the one thing and getting distracted by a million, but also, um, I, I, I want to share because I know it can help other people, you know, when I do. And, you know, I had a conversation with a friend. I'm, I'm rabbit trailing Michelle, but okay. uh, so you tell me when to reel it in here. But I just had a conversation with a friend. It was yesterday or the day before. And he had told me that, um, you know, like his wife um, had decided a few months ago to go ahead and get in therapy because I had just shared my story. 
and actually it wasn't for my podcast it was like I was just like with a group of friends at an event and like we're at dinner and I was just talking about what I'd went through and so I had actually had found out months ago that that person had got in therapy and so yesterday I just asked my friend hey how's how's she doing and the short version was you know what she had a little bit of a battle and there's been some medication that's been you know brought into the equation and yada 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 and now that they've got that uh, all balanced out and I'll just sum it up with this is she said to him uh, like within the last week I think she had said um, I never thought I was going to be happy and I'm happy now oh that's great yeah and and it's like it's not always fun to share this stuff. And I'm going to, I'm going to get back. I'm going to get back to what you're asking, but it's not always fun to share this stuff. You know, I've got a video on my YouTube channel that I had posted, like when I kind of came out of my hiding, you know, earlier in the year, just saying, Hey, here's the truth. I hadn't been around because I've been battling with this depression and in this video, and I'm about to mention it on this podcast and it's, it's tender for me. And it's, it's embarrassing. Some of this stuff, not all of it. It's, you know, it, it's triggering just because of some of the old memories, but like, I've got a video out there where I don't, don't just share and cry, you know, grown ass man crying on YouTube, right. About like just being bummed out, you know, being depressed as a lot of people might see it. I mentioned, um, you know, sexual abuse when I was a kid that I carried with me my whole life because not only did it happen, I would actually argue that the the abuse wasn't even like the traumatic part, to be honest. Uh, it, uh, that might not make sense, but but it was actually like the um, the shame, you know, that came with it, right? Yeah. And and it was like, you know, it was a family member, and I said it in the video, and I'm going to say it here. This is the only other time I've brought it up, but I'm not going to talk talk about who it was. Mm-hmm. Don't ask. Mm-hmm. Don't give a fuck. It ain't happening. And if you want to mm-hmm. see me angry, ask me. I'll be very very ferocious with my next response to whoever asks. But because I don't, I think that person was a victim too. And like, I think I was a victim of that person's victimhood. I don't think they're an evil human or anything. I just think mm-hmm. shit happened, but, but I, I carried all this, the shame with me. And it's mm-hmm. like, so when I'm talking about getting into this new chapter, you know, it's this new chapter of self-awareness. Mm-hmm. It, it's a new chapter of empathy because you, at least with my experience, you, you can't empathize with things that you probably haven't experienced to some degree. You can sympathize, yeah. but, but mm-hmm. empathy is a, a bit different, right? Yeah. I've got a new level of empathy and I have a new level of, or a new desire, or maybe I should say a strengthened desire just to want to help people, which probably just comes straight from that empathy thing. Right. Yeah. And so, so how have I been coping with it? You know, how are, are not coping with it, but finish trying to finish and, and what have you. The first one is, you know, being real honest with myself, being honest with the fact of, wow, that's why you never stuck with one thing is because you've had some of these other issues going on. So that's been great. That empowers me to, to work on myself there. Being real honest with myself that, you know what, um, my weaknesses are not bad things. They're just not where I'm strong, but, uh, but choosing to love me and choosing to be like being the big kid is not a bad thing because I'm, you know, I'm not a bad dude, you know, I, I, I bring the party, right? Um, you know, things like that. So, so I would say what I'm trying to do, Michelle, and my finish strong is just like, I don't know if reinvent is the word. I think it's con- trying to continuously adapt and find mm-hmm. 
my, you know, my best path. I think I've been on a great path, you know, but it's like entrepreneurship doesn't define me. It's something I'm passionate about, but like I have other projects that I think I would want to do that help people that maybe are completely outside of entrepreneurship. So, so through all of that, I would say I'm running towards the hard things. And I'm not trying to just quote Latimer, but I mean, like, I, like mm-hmm. get, getting in therapy, but you know, oh, I will quote Latimer because that's frankly one of the best understated statements of all time, which is do hard things yeah, because of who you things. become from it. Right. Yeah, so true. So true. And so I'm running towards like my, my fear and my weaknesses and acknowledging them, which empowers me to get the help where I need it. It, it, it empowers me to call the lie where it's the lie, you know, this isn't true, you know, uh, whatever I've said I was, you know, or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that also strengthens me to be able to help other people. And then I'm just trying to um, stop forcing the square peg into the round hole. Or the other analogy would be, you know, I, I might be a really good shark. Yeah, but I'm trying to fly. <laughs> well, I hired Jahira, yeah. who's my eagle, I'm going to let her fly. And I'm going to keep being the shark in the water, you know, or the bear or the whatever. So so, and with that, I just have this desire that I want to help. So I would say the way I'm trying to finish strong is really just say, Colonel Sanders didn't fry any chicken until he was 80. I, maybe I can find myself in my forties, but I'm going to do my damnedest to enjoy the journey. And then I also want to be um, transparent with it. So, you know, I just, I, I actually think I'm going into a manic phase right now. You know, I felt it coming on the last couple of days, which I enjoy my manic phases because it's kind of like what I think my personality is. But, you know, I, I spent about four weeks or so, you know, uh, November, you know, into December, you know, in a depressed phase. And my listeners, guess what? When I'm not putting out content, it's probably because I'm in a depressed phase. And then when I'm cranking it out is when I'm not. So I'm trying to be fair and share it so I can say the water is warmer over here. Come on. Here's a rope and all that stuff. And I hope that answers your question. But that's kind of where my head's at is like because there's a exactly. lot of I don't know. But there's okay. a whole lot of I'm not going to accept this and I'm, I'm going to continue to 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 find my fried chicken, if you will, yeah. at, you know, like Colonel Sanders. So I got to give you massive props for talking about it openly, first of all, because that's huge because not a lot of people do that. So huge, huge kudos to you for that. Yeah. When do you think this is my follow up question, because mm-hmm. you're sharing it digitally. When yeah. do you think you would be willing to get on stage and talk about it? Is that in your future? Do you think at all? Yeah. Or do you yeah. feel it is? Oh, no question. Okay. I'll I, I tell you what, I'll just, I'll, I'll give you 90 seconds or less on that one. Okay. Um, I, I am not afraid of public speaking at all. Like I love it. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. one of my goals. And like, I, I want to be a public speaker and I'd like to right. speak about a lot of stuff. But the main thing is I just want to, I want to, I want to be a professional enabler. So, you know, but just the good kind, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to be someone that enables people to change their lives and make it what they want. And um, I have some of those skills today and I'm working on myself to develop more skills to be good at that. And yeah, um, I, you know, you and I were briefly chatted again before we went recording. Um, I hide when I'm in my depressed phase. Cause like yeah. when I'm depressed, like it just goes, ah, you have no value. You, you know, you don't have any stuff to offer over here, but the, um, and then that makes me not want to start booking more <laughs> things to speak at, but being out of it, I'm going to tell you, um, that's one of my passions. You know, I want to be a speaker. I, I want to be a content creator cause that's fun, but I want my messages to be things that leave this world better than we found it, whether it's helping someone change themselves 
And I'm also cool if some of it's entertainment or comedy, you know, it's like, I just like kind of having, having a good time too. I love that. I love that. Okay. Let me reflect back to you a couple of things. Okay. Uh, my mother actually suffered from debilitating depression. She mm-hmm. actually had about a five-year battle though. And so she got into her bedroom when I was 10 and didn't emerge until I had my driver's license. And it impacted our family gravely. And it's Mm -hmm. interesting because it's the first slide that I shared in the talk that I did called Finishing Strong was I showed a picture of my family. I showed me at 10 years old. And I showed that this was the last family picture that we had together. Because for five years after this picture was taken, my mother wasn't out of the house. Mm -hmm. And what did that do to us? And how did that impact me not being able to finish anything? Because I feel like you and I are a lot alike. I start a million fires i'm like i'm the arsonist right i want to go 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 (laughs) and 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 love doug he's my he's my uh, firefighter and i'm gonna say hey doug i'm the fire starter (laughs) exactly you're the fighter it ain't my problem yeah let's go let's go right (laughs) um so i love that part and and to be honest i got up on uh, in November, November 2nd, I was asked to speak small breakout session, not main stage, not a big thing, just a small group, about 95 uh, ladies for women in HVACR. And that first slide was me as a 10 year old in a goofy sweater. Mm. And I can tell you the room locked in and they, I had them with me that whole hour and something about just standing there and saying it took all the fear away. And Mm. if anybody is listening, has watched me speak in the past, I've typically been terrified, terrified. Like I'm all red in the face, my neck turns all red. It's no good. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm good in like a small venue. Like if we're all kind of sitting next to each other and that I'm great. Um, But the minute the lights are on and I have to hold anything, it's over. And I think that is also probably goes back to triggering me from being a pastor's daughter. I had to perform a lot. So like every other Sunday I was on stage, my mother would play the piano and I would sing, Mm -hmm. would clap. And so there was like years of that performative stuff that was really ironed into me. Um, And so I feel like sometimes that I'm still fighting that a little bit. I don't want to be here. Like, it's so silly because it's so good for me personally and for the audience and for my company. It's for, it's good for everybody. And yet I still have a hard time. So mm-hmm. something about saying that it was really, really good. Um, yeah. It was really good. So I would encourage you to write it and slap a picture on it and name it and claim it and do it. And mm-hmm. it it's incredible because it does free you. Really, yeah. it does. At least it did for me. Um Okay, so I went on this journey Mm -hmm. um, about finding other people that had finished strong. Obviously, like I mentioned before, there's lots of Bible stories of people, there's tons of athletes, there's writers, Mm -hmm. there's investors, there's, and I focused on women primarily in my talk. Um, But I found this common thread is that they just never gave up. They were constantly trying to do the next right thing, right? It's another Mm -hmm. Um, Mm Joshism. It's just do the next right thing. And honestly, I think putting traction into pink collars this year was the next right thing. Mm. Having Doug do another business was the next right thing. Yeah. Iterating our family a little bit to kind of open it up and not be so insular where everybody's working at home, everybody's tiny and closed, and we're all just jamming our computers was the next right thing. In fact, part of the outcome of all of this is I rented an office. 
for the mm. very first time. I've been working from home for 20 years. Yeah. And I rented an office so that I can have some work-life balance. And I'm going to not be in this room for much longer. I'm going cool. to, I know I'm going to have a green screen and it's going to be cool with bookshelves. It's going to look really good, but this room is going to turn into a dining room for my family. <laughs> Like I have, I have Good. taken over the house with screens and lights and mics and stuff and standing desks and mm -hmm. something about changing that for me this year is going to be really big. So we move in on the 15th of January. I'll make sure and tell people and edit and put stuff up on, on social media, but it's going to be a big new chapter for me personally to kind Good of separate you. a little bit because mm -hmm. I've never done that. So I'm yeah. super excited. That is exciting. <laughs> well, I like change for the sake of change. And um, yeah. <laughs> so that's that in itself is exciting. And then all of the, the extra goodies that come along with that for you is just awesome. So I'm happy to hear that and, yeah. and good for you. I'd, I would go get my own office, but I just get bored. I actually do think this is that ADHD thing, which I never, I never had a label <laughs> for it. The label doesn't matter. It's been my life, but yeah. it's like this little workspace I have right here the, you know, when I kind of transitioned to working at home, um, I was like, oh, great. I have my domain and it's yeah, my thing and I'm doing thing. it. And then about five, six weeks, seven weeks into it, I'm like, well, this sucks just as bad as my other <laughs> office. <You know? laughs> so, so now I've like turned my car into an office and I'll take my laptop and I'll go drive around. I'll just park in a random parking lot Smart. and work from there. Just because, you know, just get out. Um, yeah. Yeah. So but anyway, good for you. I'm glad I, I just can't go do the permanent thing. I'm afraid because I'm just afraid I'm going to hate it and six weeks, you know? Well, can I tell everybody a story? It's yeah. kind of a silly story, but I'm a lot like you too. So not only do I, have I already subleased half of it to someone else because I know that <laughs> I know the landlord. So I'm already trying to back out. I haven't even moved in and I'm already mm -hmm. trying to back out. I'm like, Oh no. How about just like a six month lease? How about like a year? He's like, you know, Michelle, just, let's just write it for a year. If you want to go, just go like, he's a friend of mine. So yeah. honestly, like I'm trying my, I'm dipping my toe in the water. It may be a complete disaster. I may mm -hmm. come home like in 20 minutes, but I'm going to try it because for me, I was driving my daughter to school three or four months ago in the midst of writing this talk and thinking about finishing strong and thinking about things. I'm an older parent. Uh, I have an 11 year old. Mm -hmm. And so I have a tiny one still house in the house. I have a 14 year old daughter and 11 year old daughter. My son is gone. He's launched in, in Chicago. Um, but I have these two little girls and something about them watching me constantly be on the computer and the phone and, da -da 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 and, fun, da -da -da, and doing that. I was not serving them mm. in showing them a good balance. And yeah. part of this integrator that I hired, his name is Rick. Part of what we set as one of our quarterly goals for quarter four was to move me out of the business down to about 16 hours a week. And mm. in quarter one of 2023, that's going to go down to eight hours a week. So wow. he's really fast tracking what I couldn't accomplish because mm -hmm. again, I just want to fire start everything. Mm -hmm. he, he's telling me, sorry, you're not allowed. He's literally handcuffing me in my own business and saying, your team is capable. They know what to do. I'm going to help them do it. So it's been incredible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> really that's incredible. Cool. Well, that, that's yeah. great. I can't wait to uh, see the progress, see the progression. So that's going to be cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And it's weird because I think for a lot of young entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs to just start, that's the first thing they do is go get an office, right? They go mm -hmm. get a space and they put their trucks and their stuff and they have a thing and they start that way. And it's just interesting that I am going to finish that way. 
mm-hmm. that way with having that separation. Not yeah. that I'm done yet. I'm not counting myself out yet. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I've got four or five more businesses to start, but because <laughs> um, yeah. I can't leave well enough alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for me, that journey has been really cool. And I'm, I really want to talk to people about what it looks like as you get older and as you age and what what do you say to your kids as you're launching them? Do you say that you just live in your computer all the time and you're constantly at work? Or do you say that you run a company because you have time to spend with them? And for me, that was Mm. the kicker. When she looked at me in that car ride and said, you would get an office and she started to cry. I was like, yeah, I mean, I could. And she's like, mommy, that would be so good. So honestly, the people around you are watching not only just your mm-hmm. team, but everyone in your family is watching. And for me, it's it's really important that I turn the corner and and finish strong mm-hmm. for those guys too. So you know that's uh, there's a lot there too. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, that's not just business talk, but um, whew, uh, God, I don't even know if I want to dive into that part, <laughs> <laughs> but it's um. I'll tell you a quote that I, I'm thinking of at the very least, which is, uh, and, and getting an office doesn't quite equate to this, but you're not talking about getting an office. I'm not. No. Getting an office is a part of the, the tactical things you had to do, but you're not talking about getting an office, right? And um, Ed Milet. I'd actually, actually, I still don't listen to his podcast or anything, but I haven't just been in a podcast listening mood for a while, but I was <laughs> um, uh, introduced to him at an event I went to back in September sure. and I was with my daughter and he made, he said a quote, uh, he said, um, you're failing your children when you tell them that they can be or achieve anything that they want but you're not, uh, but you're not being the person that you're fully capable of being. Now that's not the exact quote, but that's this. Yeah. That's the sentiment. You know, when you tell them that they can be anything they want, but you're not, you know, but you're not living your, your fulfilled life and and being what you can be, you're failing them. And, you know, maybe we'll, we'll, let's take finishing strong to that for a minute. Yeah. You know, um, you know, like one thing, you know, we were just talking earlier, you know, about sharing stuff and it's not always fun to share it. You know, there's this thing called, you know, imposter syndrome, which you yeah. probably know it, oh, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> all too well. And um, I imagine a good portion of just entrepreneurs deal with that because before we were entrepreneurs, we weren't. So when we make that transition, it's a big culture shock and you're probably not getting a ton of support and and you're trying to do this great stuff. And, and when no one's around, you're probably thinking, I'm just a loser. And I'm, you know, because that's how we judge ourselves. And, and that's a part of imposter syndrome, even if you're having great success. And so as the, let's say as the guru, right? And I say that sure. in jest, but, you know, people, you know, so those YouTube gurus, it's always this term of endearment, I'm sure. Um, but as that guru, you know, uh, and just like my own battle in between my ears that I have aside from that. Um, that's been something that I've really struggled with a lot as well. Like my business doesn't really cause me, you know, like 
uh, I don't think my business led to any of my depression, right? You know, and ultimately the depression, I, I think it's kind of some chemical stuff to be truthful, but, but a lot of it, you know, it was non-business related stuff, right? Um, and, but journey of a new entrepreneur, I, I'm not saying that led to it, but I'm saying like the way that I was not properly processing things and not thinking really? journey of a new entrepreneur was a really big catalyst that, it just injected steroids into it. And, and here's why hmm. I'll, I'll give you an example of that. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got three children. Uh, they're all adults. Uh, my youngest is uh, 19 and my oldest is, I forget if he's 23, Caleb, I think <laughs> he's, 20, I don't know, he's 22, 23, somewhere in there. Um, and, and they're all amazing. Uh, I've got a good relationship with two of them. A year ago, I had a good relationship with one of them. Um, you know, four years ago, I probably had a good relationship with none of them. And that's a, there, there's a big subject there that, you know, we could talk for hours just about that little bit that I just gave you. But when it comes to imposter syndrome, uh, you know, one of my last videos I put up, my daughter was in it towards the end. And someone, actually a buddy of mine, um, made a comment. Uh, um, hey, man, it's cool that you always include your your family in this stuff. You're an amazing father, blah, blah, blah. Aww. And in my mind, I'm thinking, well, you wouldn't be saying that if you saw behind the curtain, you know. And, and, and the truth is, the truth is, um, and, and I'm not being mean to myself right now. I, I'm... I'm just telling a story. Sure. I am not down on myself in the moment. This is something I struggle with from time to time, but I'm just sharing the story, guys. Okay, sure. so I am not being mean to myself for all of you that are, that are, that are going to send me the message. Be like, Bob, yeah. Um, I, there was a lot of toxicity in me that, unfortunately, my kids, you know, got to experience growing up. Yeah. That's not all they got. You know, right? I'll... I'll I'll, I'll give myself, you know, credit for the bad. I'll give myself credit for the good too. You know I mean? I loved my kids. I was there for them. You know, I was around, I busted my ass for them. I loved them. I loved on them. And I was very toxic, you know? Um, and, and that's, that's the correct term to use. That's the mm -hmm. proper term to use. And, and I've, you know, I caused a lot of, um, you know, emotional pain for my kids. And that's a tough pill to swallow um, because, you know, that was one of the things, that was one of the big things that kind of removed my self-worth. You know, I, I, I've said, and I've shared the story about being depressed and said that my self-worth went down to virtually nothing. And I might have some tears come, but I want you to understand I'm good, okay? I, this is obviously emotional stuff. I may not have some tears come, but if I kind of feel some of them in there. So if they come, I'm good, I'm good. But um, I lacked, I think the scientific term would be shit ton. I lacked a shit ton of, of self-awareness, uh, still do, I'm sure. And, um, and in hindsight, now I can see a lot of self-awareness that I lacked and it all kind of like hit me as I started processing, you know, I fell in this pit. I didn't fully know why I was there. And then as I'm working my way out of it, 
you know, I'm, I'm making progress. Michelle, give me just a second. I just need to take a break from, uh, I, I need to send a message. Uh, my mouth is getting dry, my medication. And uh, oh. <laughs> so I would have my wife or my daughter uh -oh. <laughs> get me a drink real quick so I can stay on here, but I need to, uh, listeners, uh, play a song in your head. Well, uh, it's interesting though. I'll talk, I'll talk for a second. It's interesting yeah. that you said the, the kid thing, because mm -hmm. what did I just say? My daughter was the one who like was tearful and said you would get an office, right? What yeah. she's really saying in that moment is you would have something that would take all of this stuff out of the house, all of this work stuff. <clears throat> and so that our home could be protected or preserved. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Talk about a gut punch. I mean, I'm grateful that that was even a conversation that I had. Most business owners would be like, ah, oh, she's 11. She's got all the squishables in her room yeah. she ever would want to want, right? Like she's good. Yeah. She goes to a cool school. Everything's fine in her world. Not necessarily when every single time she walks through that door, I'm standing here looking here, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. It's not okay. And so yeah. I think that for her, I, I'm grateful that I had the, wherewithal to ask and then i think i'm grateful that she had the wherewithal to answer and answer honestly because mm. she just doesn't have a filter she's not trying to make me happy yeah. right like most people in business would be like oh no you should do it all you should keep it all there <laughs> she's just like 11 and she's gonna tell you the truth so yeah. thank you for sharing that as yeah. parents i know the listeners are probably all on the inside going oh i know i've had those moments because i <laughs> well, know i've had yeah. some that were not great with my kids all of them well, I'll wrap it up and I'll wrap that thought up. And uh, for the listeners, Jaira just joined us on the call. So, Jay, we've been a little, uh, hey, hi, we've been talking about sad stuff for a moment. We're so. a little deep over here, but you're the <laughs> but, sunshine and you're here. <laughs> but but ra just wrapping up the thought is this, and Jaira knows all this because we're, we're close. You know, we're, you know, Jay and I, uh, we're family. And so, right. so I guess what I'm saying, when you're talking about finishing strong, like for me, you know, I had that, these, these self-awarenesses that hit me and I'm like, holy crap, yeah. I'm really ashamed. I, I am, I, I'm really ashamed of, um, my, my actions and, and the way I, I acted, you know, towards my children when they were young. And that was a big part. It wasn't all of it, but that was a big part of that lack of self-worth that got me into that pit that I was in a year ago. And, um, but also, you know, even coming out of it, you know, it's like, it's really difficult when people want to put me on a pedestal. Cause it's like, we always put people that we like, or we listen to, or we watch on these pedestals. Yeah, sure. They're just as fucked up as you, man. They, they just, oh, they're just <laughs> talking, you know what I mean? We're just talking and, yeah. and, um, and, and it's like, so back to that imposter syndrome thing, like it really makes you feel like you're just purposefully being this fraud. Now I will say this, and I kind of said it earlier, I'm also a good dad, you know, you know, you're, you're not, I, I'm not, and I didn't, uh, I, it, it was just emotional shit. I, my emotions were not well-regulated and I just was, you know, that's what it was. And so, so here's the thing for me is like, I have a couple of options now because they are my choice. I make these rules. So finishing strong, I can make a choice to say, well, that's my legacy. My kids are adults and my legacy as a father is that whatever that is. Um, or, um, 
or I can say, yeah, my kids are adults and I'm going to, you know, today, because I can at least kind of promise that, I guess, be the dad that they want and or need. You know, I can be the father that, that, that um, I always wanted to be. It just wasn't like connecting, you know, and, yeah. um, and I can change that rule and say, I, I, I'm going to finish strong there and we'll, you know, let, let's make my, my worst days, you know, my best, right? Not because those were good days, but they happened and there's nothing we can do about that. Yeah. It doesn't matter that it was terrible. It doesn't matter if I was wrong on something. It doesn't matter anything. It happened, and that's that, and I am who I am today. So I can choose to not forgive myself. I can choose to not move on. I can choose to say, oh, what's done is done, or I can choose to say, you know what? I've got some breath in me, and I deserve better than that because we are not our actions, right? We have to pay for our actions, <laughs> but we are not our actions, right? And, and I'm going, I'm going to become this man that I want to be. That's not just good for myself. And that's not just good for my children or my wife, but I want to be good for the people around me. I want to be good for Jahira. I want to bring her on this journey and let her, you know, be on the thing and, and, and strangers and, and all that stuff. So, so for me, you know, maybe it's not so much, um, I think on the, um, career standpoint, I probably have less clarity, but on the, on the life standpoint, that's my finish strong is like, you know, acknowledge my weaknesses, not because you're condemning yourself, but I acknowledge them so that I can work on them, you know, and learn about them, improve myself and become that guy that, uh, well, I'll put it this way. The guy I want to be, I, I don't know what he looks like a hundred years down the road, but I know what he looks like tomorrow. And that's just the guy that's trying to get better. Right. That's the guy. And that does almost bring a tear to my eye here. And, and it's hard sometimes, you know, it's hard as hell because, um, I, I, you know, three weeks ago, I was just like, what the fuck's wrong with me? You know, why, why can't I have, you know, and Jay knows, I mean, she's one of my therapists, you know, as she's sitting here. Um, but you know, it's, it's tough stuff. So anyway, we, we can move on, but there you go. Here's what I will tell you as a child who had a parent that was depressed in years of it, like I mentioned with my mom, I never don't need her to be my parent. I'm 53 mm -hmm. years old. Don't tell anybody. I yeah. still want her to say, you did a good job. In fact, I did that talk. She lives in Phoenix. She came and had dinner with me and she came and picked me up in front of the hotel and a bunch of the attendees were standing out waiting to get on some party bus to go somewhere. And when she walked up to me, like 10 people were like, is that your mom? Is that your mom? <laughs> like their mom geeking out. Yeah. And I'm in my, she's in her 70s. And I'm in my, so it never ends. So please know that the journey is long and parenting yeah. is a lifelong thing. You don't, it's not over, right? Yeah. No matter how old they are, it's not over. You're still doing the thing. They still yeah. need you. So please hear that. Please. No, hear I, that. I do hear it. And, <laughs> and uh, for you, Michelle, um, I think Jay can confirm this and I'm not saying I'm perfect at it, but uh, for the listeners, for you, you know, for people that love me and care about me, uh, I'm not shitting on myself today. I'm just sharing the story, you know, Jay, uh, Jay knew me before I, you know, when I was the shit on yourself guy, <laughs> which like that. and we don't um, need that guy. And, and I think it's fair, Jay. I've made some great progress in that, that area. You have, you have. Yeah. Oh, so, so, 
Speaking of progress, yeah. let me make this really cool segue because I think segue it's, it's going to make it good. You're going to love it. Well, I am the host today. So yes, you are. Yes, you are. Segue. Speaking of uh, transition, tell me how Jay became your business partner, your manager. Tell me how all this happened. Tell That's us, the listeners. I know some of them might know the story, but give us the yeah. super short and quick and dirty, awesome version of how Jay went from walking in the door and getting a job to basically being your boss. Like what, what happened there? How do, you want, do you want Jay's I version said, or do you want the truth or what? I held the a truth. turbo nozzle. It was it. That was it. <laughs> the turbo the <laughs> You know what? I'll, I'll give you the real short story. Please. You know, we'll, we'll just hit all the facts. Um, my, my old uh, admin left. And frankly, I think she just left because of me, you know, like I wasn't mean to her, but like, sure. you know, where I was at, I was just like not supporting anything. Working. Right. And, um, so I needed a new admin, um, found Jay. Uh, she, you know, left the voicemail, loved her voice, loved her personality. When she came in in person, my initial impression was I didn't like her. Now, not oh, like it, it wasn't that I disliked her. I was just, she came in so opposite of what she actually is. She, she was like wearing like real, like very, con and uh, like conservative as in like just plain clothes. I don't know what it was. It was just like, She's she can't, she, she looks like a funny. She acted you like know? a fuddy-duddy for the first five minutes of everything and looked like one. Yeah, no, I'm not even kidding. She did. Really? Just a fuddy-duddy walked in the door. I was like, well, this ain't going to match the voicemail that she left. This is going to be a short interview. And and then we uh, we ended up uh, just connecting in the interview. And um, so we, you know, she comes on board shortly. She does an amazing job right out the gate. You know, she doesn't, in that role and in her current, um, doesn't know everything, but she figures shit out. And yeah. All you need. Um, she's very smart. She's very dedicated, and um, very creative, and very committed. Love that part. That and good. with those things, um, you were talking about traction. You know, I had the book here simply yeah. because you know we we're, <laughs> we're we're still going through the whole process, self implementing, and talking about right people, right seats. You know, and I realize I'm the wrong person for my seat. And I realized she was the right person for my seat. And um, she, uh, <laughs> she went, I'm not trying to just give you a plug, but she went to the, the, I think it was the first admin boot camp that you did. In March. And that, that like kind of, I don't know, I, we'll say put some wind in her cells. I, I, you know, like that, that's, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. The huge rockstar admin boot camp. Yep. That guy. Yep. And I think that kind of gave her, uh, it didn't, she didn't need like new skills, but I gave her some tools and, um, and some confidence, I think like a little more drive. And, <clears throat> and, uh, so I put her, I fired, well, she fired me. She took my job and uh, she's sitting in my desk right now as we speak. And, um, I, gotta and then, say, I kind of love this. I yep. love this. <laughs> and then, um, actually we uh, brought her on as a partner. Um, I don't know, October, you know, a couple months ago. And, um, and I'll be completely honest with you. Um, bringing on partners gives me less money, right? Get bringing on partners adds complexity and it adds yeah. some some pain and some frustration. There's a lot of good stuff too, but like it brings on you know some some baggage and some sure. non-fun stuff. Sure. And I don't care. Um, for one reason, I just kind of figure I'll probably never do a business without a partner, just because it's not all about the business and it's just how I am. It's just how I like doing it. Um, I, you know, I just like having that person with me. I, I think I need those people to help me stay centered. 
and she's kind of the yin to my yang on the business side of things. We're we're actually very similar socially. Like we're both kind of psychos and and <laughs> probably shouldn't be left alone. But uh, but yeah, she's, she's she's the yin to my yang in the business. You know, before we even talked about her being a GM, before we talked about her being a partner, you know, she was um, really calling me out on my BS and 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 yeah. being being you know aggressive with me on things that were healthy for the business. So here we are today. I'm sitting at my house, twiddling my thumbs, talking to people on the internet, and she's over there uh, running the business. We call that managing up at yeah. the callers. They have to manage up, and so they have to manage me. And when they need something from me, they have to manage up. It's funny because we realized at Pink Callers, there was a lot of noise. I was in a lot of Slack channels. There was a lot going on. And my ADD, I think I have a little bit, I haven't been diagnosed, but my <laughs> ADD was like, I'm like a squirrel. I'm in all the channels. Bop, 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 bop. They finally took me out of all the Slack. They removed <laughs> me. And they said, you're going to be in the Michelle only approval channel. That's it. And I'm in like the break room and the announcements. I'm in some of the fun stuff. I'm not in all the other stuff. They're like, you're only here, friend. That's it. You're only in here. So mm -hmm. I totally get that. Excellent. Okay, so that was yeah. his story. So Jay, tell us your version. Um, and then tell us how, because we are here to talk about admin bootcamp just a smidge. Yeah. Tell us how that experience was for you in March, because we met there for the first time. Yes. Kind of geeked out on each other and fell in love. <laughs> so, there was that too. Sorry. Right. I would say Bobby hit it. He he hit it on the head. Um, Especially as as, like, the fuddy-duddy clothes and attitude on the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Up to the you office. know you have to come in professional one time. To make I was in a tank top with tattoos, and she came in looking all weird. I don't know. I didn't like it. <laughs> right, and then now he's like, "Oh, Jay, Jay, come on, bring it down." Really? What do you say? You got to tame the fire. Tame um, no, the fire. Isn't it? Well, no. With Jahira, I was, you know, she's like, Bobby, you know, I feel like sometimes I'm causing a little too much, you know, chaos for you. And I said, Jay, you are causing some chaos, but <laughs> it's always easier to shape a fire than it is to start one. Keep that thing fired up and I'll, I'll, I'll help shape it and get it to where we need to be. So, right. Isn't that, that was like <laughs> the perfect way to describe our working dynamic. Cause I'm like, Hey, I know you said this and we can do it this way, this way, this way. And I can automate this and do this. Yeah. And he's just like, all right, let's okay. uh, let's do this. <laughs> um, My integrator looks me in the camera and says, "Michelle, pack your powder." In other words, <laughs> you can't blow it all up at once. Pack your powder, girl. That's what he tells me. <laughs> pack your powder. Right. I'm like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> good one. Um, I I came in. I I got the job. I started as uh, the admin, pretty much like the office manager. Yeah. Um, and it was really that role was more so just the scheduling and making sure that the guys did their end so that it made Bobby's job a little bit easier. The transition into GM, I took a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff <laughs> off of Bobby's plate with helping with the day-to-day. -day. And I think after coming back- from Everything. The, well, you didn't take a lot of stuff. You took everything. everything. Right. Yeah. We moved you from the equation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Bobby equals zero TRT. No. <laughs> so going to I I, I feel like going to the admin boot camp gave me the confidence I needed as far as being able to use certain resources and tools and having other people that do even my job for have been doing it longer or just have the same situation in maybe a different location. But we have the same issue. Do it being a GM or being an admin or an office manager or whatever. Fancy Tuddy, you want to give it? We all have the same problems. We just sure. 
solve them creatively. And to be in a room where it was like four tables of us and we're all like, I have, you know, this employee issue too, or, oh my God, you automated that. That is so awesome. What do you use? What do you use? So I think that's what kind of gave me the push. And I was like, yeah, I got that. And now I'm like, Bobby, I can do that. Just give it to me. And I I feel Michelle, like I owe you an apology, by the way, I've never said this, but I imagine Jay was just completely out of control and unruly at that event because, you know, I probably got four text messages from other admins that were at the event that told their boss about this crazy woman that was there that messaged me and is like, your admin's fucking nuts. Sorry about I'm too many F-bombs no. today. Sorry, but uh, I'm joking, Jay. I didn't mean that. She, <laughs> she was not dancing on any tables. She was not doing any naughty pictures on her Trello board. She was <laughs> right in the lane. She was staying in the lane. Okay. Yeah. And honestly, by the end of it, I could see the natural leadership in her. And I know that Megan texted you. And yeah, I was standing yeah. over Megan's phone. Megan's like, Bobby, this girl you said, she's awesome. Yeah. And I was like, you better tell me I'm, she's great. She um, is. She's so, a pit bull. Yeah, yeah she's she's honestly. the pit bull. And um, she, I, her, her, my nickname is she's my prophet pit bull. She's seeking her, her <laughs> teeth in profit. She ain't letting go. And, 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 and it's great. I yeah. love it. So, I, so what Miss Michelle kind of ingrained in us in there <laughs> is you build or you create the relationships that you build is that it yep where if you're not engaging with people Mm. who are doing better or in a better you know space than you like how are you going to learn what is what is the purpose you know and that was a question that they kept asking like why do you think your owners you know empowered you to be here that was a big thing too and i'm like Mm -hmm. in the beginning i was like i don't know yeah yours yours didn't even (laughs) like you and he sent you you know Right, right. It was like, hey, Jake, get out of the office. I want to feel like my old self. And I was like, all right, cool. Send me out. <laughs> as, as business owners, and Bobby's probably heard this, we're told that we are we become like the five people that we surround ourselves mm-hmm. with the most, right? Yep. And the admin honestly is surrounded by the business owner and all the techs and all the guys and all the people, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't have a tribe of people. Yeah. They don't have a group of, of five. They don't mm-hmm. have their five people that they're looking at going, hey, that person's kicking it and doing like mm-hmm. three locations or doing this or adding another service right. or they bought another business. And so for admins, it's very insular business. You are literally focused on the business, on the job, on the phones, on the email, on the text, on the, da, 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 the endless list, right? And so it's really hard for you to be able to lift your chin up and just look around and go, hey, there's some killers amongst us that I should be mm-hmm. hanging out with and yeah. learning some of the tricks of the trade. And so for us, that's why we started Admin Bootcamp. We wanted to teach people like we do at Pink Collars, which is kind of where this all started. Pink Collars, Fight Club, all this synergy, all these ideas came together and people said, wow, what if you could actually create a Slack community, a place where they could ask each other questions, they can get on Zoom, they can get on you know, video chat or audio chat and, and solve something instead of bothering their owner who may not be as tech savvy, honestly, because right. 90% of the time they're not, they don't right. know what to do. And so it's really easier to just ask one of us. And so mm-hmm. bringing those tools that we use in our company and then sharing them with everybody and then having Megan and Martha and Tay and now Amanda pile on all this immense knowledge. I mean, it's epic. Right. It's epic. So yeah. <laughs> My, minus what, minus the Megan part, you know, but everything else. <laughs> Stop. 
Megan brings it. You have no idea. Right. All of these ladies bring it. With numbers. <laughs> she and does. She I don't does. know if you all know Amanda Powell from Power Selling Pros. They teach I don't think people so. how to do not scripting, but call flows. And so they teach admins what words to say. I have some of my team in there. I know Brant over at Jill's office has trained mm, some of his folks. It's something that we're all kind of tracking is how to close and book that call on that first call, not to let people get away without making a decision, but to really be in charge of the call. And she's doing this is the into the flow. I don't, this is the new person that's working, this partner working with Amanda, you guys and everything? Yes, yes. Is that a part of the, okay. It's going to be a part of the boot camp, and Ooh, it is absolutely right. excellent. To spend a day with Amanda Powell and her team is between three and $10,000 for your business. So we get her as part of the boot camp, and you that's get exciting. all of her tools. Yeah. So honestly, this is a new twist, something we just added in October um, in Nashville. And so for the Florida, the Orlando visit that we're doing in February, February 9th and 10th, we're coming to see you, Jay. Um, <laughs> Come to my town, um, Amanda baby. will be there. So it's, it's going to be awesome. really great. And, and for me, what I think we all, I haven't really talked to my business partners about this, but I think what we envision is having these really cool experts come and be part of this boot camp so that you can choose, okay, this is one I really got to go to because this is going to cover that person and getting mm -hmm. in the room with that person. Maybe, maybe your business can't afford them as a consultant, but man, you could get on a plane and go see them. And then you have their email. You can reach them through Slack environment. You can be part of the community. Yeah. And so that's just going to up level you even faster. So that's the cool part. Michelle, uh, <laughs> I've got to interrupt. I have to. Okay. Yes, I'm derailing you, but this event is going to be here in February. It is going to be a lot of chicks here, you know, learning stuff, probably a All couple of dudes of in there too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so here's my thoughts. It's my backyard. Okay. I, I want to sponsor. I want to sponsor an evening event, what? but, but don't get too excited. I'm only going to sponsor with my time and my knowledge. Okay. I ain't giving okay. you. Are you going to bring like uh, a bag of pretzels or something? Just a share, no. you know, no, 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 a bag no. of chips. Here's, no chips. Here's, here's what we'll do. I'll plan okay, it because I've me. already, I've already done okay. it before. I've done it many times. How about one evening? We just yeah. do the uh, the the admin boot camp adventure monorail bar crawl at Disney. Whoa. So and, and I'll, I'll be the guide, and so we'll all meet. You know, we'll, we'll get there, and the way it. that works, if you don't know, is you know there's four resorts um, okay. or three main ones around the Magic Kingdom pond where the monorail where you ride it to okay. the thing. Okay. So what yeah. we do is we start, we hop on the monorail, we go to the first resort but probably like the Polynesian, you know, the Hawaiian themed one. Okay, sure, sure. Then we'll go to the bar and we'll have like the, you know, you get your drink, whether it's a soda, whether it's alcohol, whatever, you get your drink. Do they have it in the coconut cup? No, they have the pineapple. Cup, the, oh, pine, oh, I'm in. I'm Not in pineapple, pineapple cup. I'm in. Pineapple. It's like oh, they make them. Pineapple. Yeah, they make yeah. it in the pineapple. But well, they don't so, do that in Virginia. I'm so coming. so we'll, we'll, we'll go to we'll go to um we'll go to uh the first resort we'll do our drink okay. there's also like a tiki bar in there we can maybe do that thing then after we have our drink we go back we get on the monorail we'll go to the grand floridian which is their kind of ritzy you know I've thing seen that. i was on yeah. the monorail that's the big yep. huge high ceiling one yep and if you Five. uh if you've like if you watched uh full house back in the day and i gotta hurry because michelle's gotta be off here in like three minutes um cool. But 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 we'll go to there and do that drink at like the the Beauty and the Beast themed kind of like you know bar in there, which is cool. And then we'll hop on the next one, go to the Contemporary, and then we'll go to the the Wave Bar, which is kind of like kind of you know cool. And, and and we'll just do it, and it'll be fun. And then we'll leave. It'll be cool. And and I'll I'll be the guide. 
I'm kind of here for it. I, I'm okay. kind of here for it. I'm I'm ready. All right. The well, Bobby Walker bar crawl. The monorail bar crawl. I'm I'm here. Okay. Okay. I'm here. Consider Jay, you and I are getting together so we can tie up all the details. Yeah. So I'm already it's already on my uh, calendar to start planning. I'm here for it. I love it. <laughs> So let, 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 let me, I'm going to take charge just for a second, Michelle, Please. because I've derailed us on some time and I know you've got a hard hey, stop, but we've I got do. a bit more, we've got some good value here that we want to bring home. So I think listeners, we can probably, we can do this in five minutes, I bet. So, so here's the deal. First question. Um, first question. Um, so keeping it real. Yeah. I already know the answer, but let's just be honest about this stuff. Okay. Jahira, you know, we're working our budget. You're going to be um, hiring an admin, you know, in Q1, you know, for, for the office there because we haven't, we, ne- we didn't replace you whenever we moved you up. Um, it might not be in time for February, but uh, is the admin boot camp something that you'll send your admin to whenever you get one? For sure, hands down. And then could you give without using um, I'm, I'm, I'm being the advocate of the listener right now. Okay. When I, when I ask this way, because I know what, you know, listeners probably would want to roll their eyes because of course you're going to say it was awesome and it was this and it was whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But could you give one or two or three, you know, just like a bullet point reasons of like where the value was for you and why you would send someone to it. Right. So it helps you with organization so that you can really maximize your time as an admin and be productive. We're always busy, but are we productive? So that mm-hmm. has helped me. Uh, point number two is it gave me my tribe because I love that word. So wow. I don't only have just one or two people in the same state as me. I have people nationwide. Spend 30 can- seconds talking about just that thing. Jay. Like, what do you mean? Like you got your tribe? Cause I know what you're talking about. Cause you always mention right. it to me. Tell someone, give someone so, an example or two. For example, we, I have a goal where I kind of want to tap more into like commercial. There's somebody in the admin bootcamp who just does a lot of commercial. So me and her have been going back and forth and sharing ideas. And she's telling me how, Hey, we do this. Maybe you should try it. Maybe it'll work in your market. And I've been giving her tips on just what we use to like automate some stuff and it saved me time. So that's my tribe. I have another one, um, Miss Heather, who I love. Heather fan. She's great. She's a monster. And I honestly like adore her. If I could ask her a question, she's going to be like, Hey, Jay, great to talk to you. Hope you're doing good. And she'll give me feedback because she's pretty much running like three businesses who make Buku are super successful. And I, of course, aspire to be in her position. She literally, although she has stress, she manages it well and has given me amazing tips and tricks to how to do my job better and more efficient and be effective. You know, so it's not just like, hey, go from sticky notes to a trailer board and that's it. She's like, here's what I did. Here is why I did it. And this is why it was the best option for me and why I think it'll work for you. So just people like that. Good stuff. So, and I'm just, I'm steering here because I know Michelle's going to have to get out of here. So I'm just, sorry, Jay. (laughs) Normally, Jay, I interrupt you just accidentally, but this time it's very deliberate (laughs) and purposeful. Um, A million times. So, Michelle, uh, yes. I, I want to say a couple things. Uh, uh, first off, th- this is, you know, Michelle's not paying me to be on this thing. And uh, like, 
we, she said she's going to do a, a coupon code for people. I ain't getting any money from that. And I'm not asking Michelle, by the way, I'm, I'm cool with that. <laughs> but like, I don't, I don't have a vested interest aside from, you know, I like Michelle and I believe in, in what they're doing and I like my listeners. So I would want to recommend stuff. So I will say as someone that, uh, sent, uh, you know, Jahira who's on this call to this thing, first off, and this may not be huge for everyone, but for Jay, um, you never said these exact words. So tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm going to say, I don't think Jay ever had, um, at least in the professional world, someone that really invested in her because just when I said I was sending her, she was like, just saying that like changed everything. She was like, really? you're doing what you're, you're, yeah. you're doing this for me. You're helping me, you know, get there. Yeah. So sending my employee to something like that was just the fact, just the sentiment was huge. And then, yeah. you know, and there was some real tangible payoff because my, you know, I, Jay, I'm not referring to you as my employee, mm -hmm. but, but, but my employee <laughs> yeah. at the time, no, it's huge. Um, they felt, um, yeah let's say felt some love for, you know, from me, yeah. if you will. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I was, you know, so that, yeah, that yeah. was one thing that was absolutely worth it. You could, you could call that an intangible. Then there's some tangible stuff, which is just legitimate. Like, you know, Jahira had all, like the internal, you know, the personal skill set, but not necessarily the technical skill set on every tool that's used or this or that, or not the experience on exactly what we did coming back from the boot camp. Um, it just kind of put her on some steroids as far as her productivity, because she, she did learn. Um, I don't think she learned a hundred things there. I think what she learned was probably three or four very impactful things, you know, that yeah. helped her get there. Yeah. Uh, one of them just being like uh, being able to kind of organize some of her own stuff uh, a little better as well going through it. Um, so I will say this, I, I, I wholeheartedly, you know, Michelle reached out to mm -hmm. me. So listeners listen here, if you do this and you're not Michelle, it ain't going to be a yes. Okay. Michelle reached out to me. It's like, Hey, Bobby, can I come on your show? I'd like to promote this thing. And I have this thing I want to talk about too. And I said, yes, because I believed in it. Cause a lot of people said, call and ask if they can be on the show to promote a thing. I'm like, I don't know you, bro. I don't know you. You know, so, so I, I'm doing it simply because I believe in it. I believe in the people. I, I highly recommend this guys. There's great value. And I actually don't know what the price is right now. Um, but I'll tell you this. Um, it's not cheap. Now it's not expensive, but it's not cheap. And kind of like what we said before, I'll tie it into this is, you know, good work ain't cheap and cheap work ain't good. You can right. send your admin to a $300 event and you're going to hopefully get $300 of value from it. And right. um, this is a genuine investment. It costs some money, but let me tell you something, unless you are the world-class admin, you're, you're going to spend more money when it comes down to what you're worth on your hourly rate and what you could be doing to go generate revenue for your company. You're going to come out net positive, even on that tangible financial thing, if you did your part, you know, and actually went out and created that revenue and let this team of people that already are, have been, or are currently creating amazing admins, let them do it for you. So that's my that's my uh, honest, sincere testimonial of it. Um, both for the event as well as uh, one thing that warms my heart a lot is just Jay always talks about her, her little tribe. So that being said, her Michelle, <laughs> I'm on a my, minus my um, minus my little sign off. I always do at the end, uh, you know, the, if you're not doing what you want to do in life, I'm going to, I'm going to let you finish up because I know you're, you're really okay. close to having to jet. So I know you said that you were going to, one thing I do typically want is like, if you're going to come on my show, you don't got to give me money, but I got to, I got to have something for my customers. So you said, I, I told you to, to give a discount. So I know you're going to give them like a discount code. Tell them where they can go and learn Absolutely. about that boot camp. Uh, give them the dates again and 
coupon codes Absolutely. and all that stuff. Okay, we are going to be in Orlando, Florida, the Woo-hoo! 9th and 10th of February in 2023. So right before the seasons usually kick off. So everybody should be able to send their admin. Um, we are going to be hanging out with the folks at GutterCon. So we are going to be in a room and we have a hotel and we have all the cool stuff um, where we're going to meet. So it's going to be super next level. Um, you do have to provide your own transportation to the uh, to the town and you have to provide your own housing. So get a hotel room. We've got one on the landing page that we've got a discount code for. So it's really good. Um, and everybody will be staying together in that same hotel. We uh, have a landing page specifically uh, for this event and it's called adminbootcampadventure.com. So really easy, just all the three words all in once. And we have a special Bobby centric coupon code and to save $250. I can't wait. For- or 10% off of sending your admin to hang out with us in Florida and come back a changed individual, which we promise will happen, is coupon code POOR J. P O R J A Y. Poor Jay. Poor Jay. Put up with you. This is a bunch of crap. This is a bunch of crap. Jahira's the abusive one. She's the pit bull. I'm the teddy bear. So I, I don't like this. The phones are ringing, guys. I got to go. I'll see you later. Okay. <laughs> Love you. See you later. Hey, admin bootcamp. Oh, she really did leave. She, she bounced, did. man. She had to go. Um, and oh, 4J is the coupon code. Thank you, Bob. 4J. So P O O R J A Y. J A Y. Space is in there? Nope. No space. Okay. 4J. I'll put the coupon code. And the link in the show notes. Please. And actually, Michelle, I'm going to, I'm because this is a bit timely, I'm going to go ahead and I'll, I'm going to get this one uh, uploaded like this afternoon, even though it's a, just it. kind of Let's a random day. So we'll get, I'll get it up it. so people can learn about it. <laughs> and so you listeners can, can make some plans. So um, Michelle, final thoughts. <laughs> final thoughts is if you are at the time in your life where you're looking to finish strong, I would highly encourage you to surround yourself with younger, smarter, more capable people like you did, Bobby, you surrounded yourself with Jay. I think that's probably the fastest track to keeping your mind focused as a Mm -hmm. person that might be in that last quarter of their business or that last chapter Mm -hmm. um, of their career. And then just keep learning. I mean, the books on the shelf tell the story, Bobby. Mm -hmm. They tell me that you're still learning. Hopefully the books on my shelf and the pink wig, don't look at that. That's when I get crazy over there. But the the books are really the part that, that everybody can do that's a really simple first step to get you motivated into finishing strong. So keep Good learning, stuff. keep reading, keep doing, keep listening to awesome things like this, Bobby. You're mm-hmm. so great. You bring so much value to the community. Thank, thank you. you so I appreciate much for that. What you thank do. you. Really, you do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Great. Well, <laughs> I will say this every Friday I go to the bookstore over here at the loop, this little center over here. I buy the next book that I think is going to be awesome. And I do that every Friday without fail. Great. Uh, one day I'm, I'm going to start reading some of these books and I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so all right, fun. Michelle, you're awesome. <laughs> Listeners, you're awesome too. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being there along my journey. It's, it's, it's fun. And sometimes it sucks and sometimes it's amazing and it's <laughs> life and it's a beautiful thing. Uh, so two thoughts, one, Guys, if you've listened to this and you've struggled with some of those mental health things that you heard us talk about, go get some help because you're worth it and you deserve it. And you can do it super easy by going to something like betterhelp.com. They're not a sponsor of the show or anything. Just go do it. It's what I did. Um, and I think it saved my life and, and it might save or change yours. Um, and then two, if you're not doing the things that you want to do in life, you better have a damn good reason for it. 
But if you're not pursuing those things, there's no good reason for it. Peace. Today's gonna be a good day. Wake up. Today's gonna be a good day. Wake up. Today's gonna be a good day. Wake up. Today's gonna be a good day. Yo, set your affirmations, aspirations. I got shit to do. The aftermath of preparation. Good food, good mood, blood in circulation. One step at a time. Yeah, that's how you make it. Set a goal you control and the steps you take them. I try to pick one thought, have some concentration. And if I make a mistake, it's called education. I try to do this every day. Call it replication. Wake up. Today's gonna be a good day. 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 Life ain't easy, y'all. I think there's a reason though. Ups and downs, just like every different season, y'all. Sometimes I'm high, other times I'm barely breathing though. I always gotta fight night from the demons, y'all. Negative thoughts are poison they ride. Head full of flowers, so here come the clouds. They'll never stop unless I can swap all the bad for the good in my head when I'm lost. Yeah, so I'ma fake it till I make it Positive thoughts are overtaking I got patience One day at a time is how you operate a cadence A flow, you grow, you show yourself a foundation Stay away from all the shit that causes temptation I know that I like to do it cause of sensation I live my life in my head like a narration Don't expect greatness, do my best, man, I'll take it Wake up, today's gonna be a good day Wake up, today's gonna be a good day Today's gonna be a good day. Wake up. 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 Today's gonna be a good day.